What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Clap Bomb Podcast. This is episode 28. It is now October 2nd. Our last episode was in September, so it's been a little while. Uh, for me personally, I think uh, just I've been doing other things, you know, rather than a podcast, and I can't speak for Eli, and we only start the show with something personal. So, Eli, what have you been doing the last few weeks? Um, School, marching band, um, surviving. All right. Um, coming home this weekend or next weekend. So I'm excited for um for that to happen. Any oh, other per- I've uh, also been a very depressed Bears fan. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm not in the football that's, as much as Eli, but yeah. It's that's, so sad. That is sad. It is sad what uh, their their last game looked like um against the Browns, but it's all in the past. Uh but yeah, no other big news than that. Just uh normal yep. school. Not, yeah. Nothing else. Nothing really for me either. Uh, besides your boy switched, he made the big switch from the Xbox, to the PlayStation. I have to say it because, uh, wow, the Xbox is such a trash system. And for anybody upgrading to an Xbox series X or the S, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, uh, I'm currently on my way out too, but you know, yeah, we're trying to get EI over, but hard. finding a PlayStation isn't easy. I had to wait in line for eight hours to get mine. So I'm not sure uh, if I'm not dedicated. I don't, I mean, Eli, I think Eli would have definitely been dedicated, but Eli if just wasn't home. So I was not home and I'm living in the college town. So in the middle in literally the middle of Michigan. So I am not sure if they would be sending those It would no best buy here either. So yeah, I think I probably would have had gone like 45 to like Grand Rapids or something. Yeah. It Surely been, Grand Rapids would have had it. Would have been a struggle. Um, but yeah, most importantly, we haven't even mentioned it yet. Hockey's back. Uh, the preseason is here, so we haven't. It's been a lot while since the last show, so we have a lot to cover. I figure we're going to be around an hour because we're not. Gonna, we're definitely not going to cover everything that we have uh, missed the past three or so weeks. Um, but there are going to be some sensitive topics that we're going to cover. So just uh, a warning, and but we're also going to cover some fun stuff too. So. Uh, I figure we would just get this out of the way or else we're going to spend the entire show talking about it. We're just going to talk about the Blackhawks, um, give our two cents on what we've seen uh, so far in the preseason. The Blackhawks are actually playing a game right now. They're third uh, of the preseason. And uh, I honestly don't have much to say, so I'll let Eli just talk and what he's seen the past two and a half technically games so far. Currently watching one right now, um, which they are currently up 4-1 against the Blues. Um that's a difference. I've never seen them play well in the preseason, so that's pretty cool, but it doesn't matter. Um, otherwise, Taze doesn't look, really look like he's missed much. He really you hasn't. Know? He's, what, um, 19 of 28 or something on the faceoff or 26 of, like, 35 on the faceoff. So he's dominating at the faceoff. He has, like, 70% mark right now. Um, which also brings me another point. Dylan Strom has looked good in the faceoffs, which is, uh, and uh, he apparently he, uh, he got better at faceoff by learning how to juggle. So that's a fun fact. If you want, if you play Did hockey, I know that. Um, and you want to get better at like your hand just being stronger or something or more coordinated, I think he said, uh, learn to juggle because that's how he got his left hand, which is his uh, bottom hand, to just be stronger or something. Yeah, um, right. But uh, he's looked good ish he hasn't really been noticeable um too much um but taze looked outstanding it's really exciting to see him like this past year has really made me realize that he is my favorite player um as much as i want like 
someone else. I think early on I was, you know, more leaning towards like a Hosa or Shaw or Jomerson, but my inner, my deep down, like subconscious is like the taste fanatic. Like this guy is, you just want to root for him. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe some people don't, but I don't know why you wouldn't want to root for a guy who's been nothing but respectful. Yeah. Um, I have to agree. But otherwise um, the Hawks just generally don't play well in the um, preseason. Um, the teams that they have played against all have like played already. I think, I think unless it was Detroit didn't, but um, yeah, generally they just dominated against Detroit and they just lost. So yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. That's the thing uh, they have. They right now have an O and two record, but if currently it's going to work out, it, it, it should be a one and two record by the end of tonight. If all things go well and they don't pull Toronto, um, <laughs> Just real quick, that first game, uh, it was a 4-3 loss in the shootout, technically. Um, Kubalik and Hagel had goals, and then Jujar Carey got his first, not official Blackhawks goal, but he got his first goal, so that was kind of cool to see. Bobby Ryan had the shootout winner uh, for Detroit, so he's continuing his revenge tour. He's currently on a PTO, so we'll see if he actually gets a contract with the team, which I just thought that was weird. I figured they would just sign him. I just don't know why they even have him on a PTO. He'll get signed. Right. I, I, yeah, I don't know why they had him do that, but uh, – yeah, I, like you, I kind of said it. They dominated and they just lost in the shootout. So, um, and I'm liking in just that they didn't have their skating legs. Yeah. And that very much proved in the next game um, that their effort was just so lackluster. But yeah. um, you're, you're about to get to it. So go ahead. Uh, also, just want to say in the shootout, Taze did score in that first game. And you and I were texting. I literally texted him before the shootout. It was in overtime. I'm like, if this game goes to a shootout, Taze going for him back in five hole. And that is exactly what happened. And Pickard, uh, Picard still couldn't stop it. So I was just like, all right, cool. That's, uh, I guess I'm going to be an NHL goaltender since I know how to stop uh, one of the best shootout performers of all time. So, uh, and then uh, Lucas Reichel also scored in that shootout, which was kind of cool to see as well. Um, but yeah, that, that was game one. And then game two was played as of recording last night against the St. Louis Blues, who the Hawks could not figure out at all uh, two seasons ago. Obviously, they didn't see them in all last year because of the whole uh, redivision uh, re with the NHL teams and everything. Um, but yesterday, it was a 6-3 loss for Chicago. wasn't even close to that Detroit game. They were being outshot by a lot. Uh, the Hawks did come back and actually make the shots very close. Um, the Hawks scores Alex to bring in Caleb Jones and Ryan Carpenter. Ryan Carpenter's goal was just out of this world uh, on a pass from DeHaan, this weird backhand pass and then Carpenter whacked out of midair. It was just, it was crazy, crazy sick goal um, after I was trashing Carpenter the entire game. So, uh, and then St. Louis had six goals, Nathan Todd, Pavel Bushnevich, Robert Thomas, Ivan Barbashev, Vladimir Tarasenko, and Jake Neighbors. Jake Neighbors was a three-point game. I think Tarasenko might've had three points as well. So uh, maybe not, but yeah, it was not even close. Um, Kane and Taze both play in that game. I know Kane had a point. I don't know if Taze did i don't think so um but the guy that stood out to me the most and the guy that i've been just no no taste did have an assist the yeah, okay. assist in this game or the first game um because it was a i know it was a pass to kershev to someone else um kershev made a nice pass to um like maybe it was the hagel goal um, okay but i know taste did had he does have an assist in okay games um, the guy that stood out to me the most, the guy that I've been dick riding ever since the Hawks trade for him is Adam Gaudet. And, uh, I think he's been, ah, oh, man, I'm so glad they signed him to what they did, what they did. But I know 
a similar number uh, that's also been signed one year, just like Adam Goddard's one-year contract, another, another comparable, uh, is Alex Nylander, who has not been good. <laughs> and, uh, oh, God. But I'm glad it's only a one-year. So, But, yeah, that was really my, my, my two cents on the entire preseason so far. Adam Goddard is continuing to show me that he belongs on this team. And the Hawks are going to have a good problem for once, kind of like the Leafs last year of, how are they going to divide their, their offense and figure out who's going to play where? So that's always a good thing to have a problem about. So, yeah. It's funny, though, because as Blackhawks fans, we always hear um, center problems. We've always had, you know, Kane has never had a proper center, basically. Like, Anisinoff was okay. Wasn't really that number two guy. He's more of a number three center when he was with the Hawks at that point. Um, Brad Richards was at the end of his career, so he wasn't really much of a center uh, – two center um and then comes kirby doc dylan strome um adam goddett can play center uh carpenter can play center reichel plays center um i'm sh- who am i missing i'm missing someone big uh please suitor can play suit center ah wait just kidding um but um they just have all these options and now hawks fans are like this is a big problem we yeah. gotta trade something it's like calm down we just enjoy that we have a pro- this problem for once it um, is nice to have, but sure. it is just someone's going to get left out. Someone. And then uh, also Marc-Andre Fleury played in his first Blackhawks game last night as well. Didn't get the win. They split the game between Fleury and Delia. Um, so he had and an 882 save percentage for Fleury, which, you know, but, you know. It was a preseason uh, game. It's a preseason game. Oh, and Seth then, Jones. Seth Jones, yeah, I just kind of want to ignore that. He didn't look too fantastic. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Caleb Jones, elite defenseman. Caleb Jones had a gold mask. It's a nice know. pass from Debrinket. It was all that was all uh, Debrinket. Yeah. Although I really hope he does not get put on a power play. Yeah. Is he is not good. <laughs> He's not that good. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense because you know Caleb Jones, Duncan Keith. Oops. Um, they're basically the same player. Apparently so. Yeah. Um, Except one one was okay being vaccinated and the other is not. Speaking about another pair of brothers tonight, uh, Colton Doc got his first Blackhawks goal. I believe he's playing on a line with Kirby. I think it's a Kirby. No. Uh, he's not, he's <laughs> they not. are not. They, um, the Kirby's Hawks, on the Kirby's centering. Uh, they tweeted out their starting line, or they said our guys for tonight, and it said Doc, Kubelik, Doc. Oh, well, when I was reading tweets earlier, he was definitely on the third line. Okay, and they might have um, been and Docs, Docs on the first. Hawks might not know what the fuck they're talking about then. That was the, the Blackhawks Twitter. Know. I don't know. That was that. I, was I bet they would have started on Saint on the ice together and then Maybe. subbed yeah. out so Kirby can get chemistry with Kubalik and okay. um, who, uh, Kershev, I think that was well, the line. But anyway, still cool that the, they're playing in their first quote-unquote NHL game together, so that's always cool. Um. I guess the Jones players did that last night too. Other than that, uh, I don't think I have anything else to talk about with the Hawks. Uh, if you do, Eli, please go ahead. But I think I'm all um, good for right now. Yeah, we'll just have to see how the roster shakes out. There's a lot of young guys going to be left on the outside. Um, and a lot of death players just not going to have a spot because there's what Reichel's probably going to get sent to AHL, even though he's probably can make it in the third line role. Um, Ian Mitchell's probably going to get sent down. Bodine. Uh, yeah. Caleb Jones could probably end up in the lineup, but should be, probably be scratched over someone else. Um, Kyle Nuck, we'll see where he lands. But I, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I really hope it's Kyle Nuck over Caleb. He's, I think Kyle Nuck has a bigger upside than Caleb. I just, 
Caleb should be a solid six, five, six, six seven. D man. That's I, I would say six, seven, maybe six, seven. Yeah. But that's about, that's as far as I'll put him. All right. Um, uh, and then like limited role too. Last thing I want to say too, uh, just remember guys, Calvin DeHaan is still here. He said he was sorry that he's still here to the Blackhawks fans, but he is still a Blackhawks. So just remember that. He did um, play last year with a broken leg. Yeah, he did. So. And I remember watching that game too, because I saw someone tweeted the game where he blocked that shot um, from the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I was like, I was like, I, th- I don't know who I, I think I was home watching with my dad. And we were both like, oh my God, they're going to get score on because Calvin DeHaan's limping across the ice. Right. And I was hoping a puck would not him again because I don't think he would have, you know, been standing after that. But yeah. cheers to him. Like, that's, that's tough. He, um, fractured tabula or something. Yeah. Like, above the kneecap or something. I don't know. He said it was easier to skate than walk. So good for him. Um, I'll just go on to the quick sign. The big signings that we missed, I only have three. That we were going to talk about uh, the first one that we didn't cover. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov finally signs. He's not going to the KHL. He signed $9 million AAV contract for the next five years. I know he's their star. I know he turned hockey around. Uh, I know he won the Calder. I don't know how you justify giving that guy that much money after one year. Um. But I guess Parisi and Suter are gone, so I, I don't know. Not really, though. No, because they, they still got to pay a lot. So the recaptured cap hit that they have. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I think it's even more than their actual cap hit, or for this year or next year. I think they have immediate cap relief, but next year they get yeah a higher cap shaft. hit against than they. I don't know. It's so stupid. But best of luck, I guess. Uh, if you know, if everything goes how it should be. And how it's looking to be, he should be worth every penny of that contract. But um, let's hope they make the playoffs again. Well, not that they're back in the so bitter too right now. I was like, I'm looking at these comments and like next Jeff Skinner, like calm down. He's no, (laughs) anything's possible. I'll just say that anything's possible. The guy dominated in the KHL for a couple of years, and he came over, proved to dominate. Um, I hope, like I was saying all before the end of last season, I hope. Minnesota gets him support. Yeah. There's not, he doesn't, Erickson X, not a true number one. I don't think, I don't think he ever will. Maybe a fringe number one, but he, you can do a lot better than Erickson X. Yeah. Um, who's on the left wing or the right wing? Um, I, I forget. Foli- isn't Felino a winger? You know, maybe um, um, Rask. I know Rask, Rask was maybe, having yeah. up year last year, but I wouldn't. Fiala's there. I, oh, Fiala was okay. I, he's not. He definitely had a down year, yes. Um, I don't know if he was uh, injured they, or not, but I just wouldn't trust like Rask having a solid year again. He has been inconsistent since he came into the league. Yeah. Um, just get him support, and he'll do, he'll be he'll be worth twelve million by the next contract. Shouldn't trade Anita Ryder. That's all. I mean, that's who they trade him for, Rask. So I mean, that just ugh. anyway. Um, yeah. So he's going to be their franchise uh, player. So see how it works out. And then these aren't technically official, uh, even though Puck Empire reported them as official. I know that what I heard today was that the Canucks are going to have a press conference tomorrow, Sunday, and officially release the term and AAV. But from what we know and what's probably going to stay, because, you know, Elliot Freeman's a good source, the Canucks have signed their two 
big RFAs. Uh, the first one that I'm just going to read here, the Canucks officially, quote unquote, sign Elias Pettersson to a three-year deal worth $7.35 million a year. It's about accurate. It's about right. Um, he went the bridge, uh, bridge deal route. And that's not really shocking at all. Um, and I figured Hughes was honestly going to uh, follow suit. But they signed Quinn Hughes to a six-year deal worth $7.85 million a year. Um, honestly, I don't really hate either of those contracts. I don't need – I think they're solid contracts. Um, you probably wish to both, you know, get them – looking from the player perspective – it sets them up very nicely for a huge payday, especially yeah. Quinn Hughes. This is like he massively underperformed this year. Yeah. He'll be what, um, 26, 27 at the end of his next contract. That's his prime. He's going to get paid at least 10 million. Oh, yeah. Compared to Seth Jones, uh, Dougie Hamilton, Kale McCarr got nine um, or nine. Yeah, he got nine. Um, Heiskanen got what eight eight point seven five or something. I don't know. You, yeah, all these guys getting that now, but he's going to reset the market in his next contract and get twelve. I have a question 12, I think. that has nothing to do with anything, but it, oh, you, yeah? just, you just made me think of it when you said Seth Jones. Would you rather pay right now Quinn Hughes same money as Seth Jones makes this, for his next extension, or Seth Jones? Quinn Hughes. All right, I just want to make sure. All right, <laughs> like Quinn, I I don't care that he had down here. His upside is just through the roof. Yeah. I if Kamalkar is here, he's here. It's yeah for everyone that's just listening. It's there. My hands just under my other hand. Yeah. Um. He's just a step under him. Um. And I think he's going to be challenging for Norris in three years, two years. Um. Maybe this coming year if he proves to have a comeback here. Yeah. Um, but I am very high on Quinn Hughes. I think he's uh, more than worth a lot of money, um, even though people will complain about how he sucks defensively. Just he's a young guy with no so, support. So does Seth Jones. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Well, maybe not. Um, and then do you have any thoughts on Patterson? Because I, I honestly really don't. Um, I think he's one of the top young centers in the league. Um, I think in Vancouver, he doesn't get enough recognition. But I think it's right. also just being Vancouver. Like, it's just a shitty market. Um, I think Brock Besser is a lot better than people give him credit for. Um, um, that's about it in Vancouver. Because it doesn't help when they sign three guys to, you know, two, three million multi-year contracts that make no entire sense. Um, and I think they're kind of missing out on uh, Hamannick, um taking an out year. Yeah. Um, because that, I think that's cap relief if he would have set out and he said he wouldn't, but so they have to eat it until they probably yeah. trade him, which sucks. Um, which I, I'm sure them reading, getting that rule, they're like, please sit it out, please, so we can pay these guys because that's three million in, on what they can use. But I think he's, he's going to be worth it. Well, luckily, they were, uh... probably should pay more than pay, or he probably will be paid a lot more. Yeah. Once he gets more recognition, but. I think he's going to be a star. Luckily, they were able to trade out Roussel, Erickson, and Beagle 
That doesn't matter when you sign his well, three. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying they were able to get them signed by getting rid of those guys. But who knows, dude? I don't know. Louis Erickson has two preseason goals, so I don't really know. Uh, Vancouver might have made a huge mistake. I I, I really don't, I, I think it's too early to say, but Erickson might be better than Patterson in the long. I I, I just I, I don't want to make any assumptions, but um, it could just be better. Uh, and speaking of uh, Erickson and the Coyotes, good little transition. Our last little fun thing I would say before we get into the more serious topics on this episode. Uh, Arizona released their new away jersey, the the worst kept secret in the league. They uh, released the white Kachina, which um, puts them for me top three, uh, maybe top four. It's so hard because I like uh, Calgary, Buffalo, Ottawa, and now Arizona are all my top four. And it's so hard to pick my favorite for best uh, home and away uh, in the league. And, uh, but yeah, that white Kachina is beautiful. Um, I, I think you and I both of you like the dark version better. Um, but it is, they posted pictures from the preseason games wearing it. Louis Erickson in that Jersey. Oh my God. Uh, just beautiful. Um, they had a, <laughs> Do picture, you know who yeah. would have been nice? Uh, OEL. OEL in that Jersey would have looked nice. Uh, I'm going to guess that captaincy is going to go to chicken at this point. Probably. I, mean, I think he's a beast too. Yeah. He's, Didn't he's he got, lead the league in, D-man goals before yeah, that hurt. He, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If I think he was over, in the league. But, uh, yeah, no, he was. He is. So, yeah, I mean, those jerseys just look great on the ice. Uh, they they screwed with the logo a bit, too, to, like, they cut, like recolorize it a little bit to make mm-hmm. it better. So, I'm um, yeah, it's a great decision. Great rebrand. Um, makes people think of the olden days with, you know, Ronick and, and Kachuk. Uh, I just think, like, if you're going to sh- support Arizona – like that's peak Arizona, not a coyote. Yeah. Like, but like just the the culture. Like, I my grandparents live down there, and I have family that live down there, and I travel there, you know, a lot. It's so like that. Um, indigenous people are just like their culture, and to go into you know the mountains and go look at like all the stuff they would do and stuff they would make is just so cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm so happy as someone who has family down there um, that they are supporting or not. I don't know if they're supporting that side, but um, it's cool that they're showing what Arizona is kind of known for. Yeah. So I've already said to Eli and I'll say it on here is just so uh, people can, uh, you know, call me out if I don't do it. If Gao Chanyuk does sign off his PTO, I will buy a white Kachina with him on it. And that's saying something considering I've been getting rid of all my NHL jerseys. Um, Even the Ryan Whitney pink. I'm trying. I'm trying to get rid of that. I had, (laughs) I've had two people say they were going to buy and they both bailed out. So I, you know, it's whatever. I mean, I also be be shocked someone buys it, but yeah, I've been selling all my jerseys and to some people that actually means something because some people follow me specifically because of that. So Oh, yeah, I've been selling all my jerseys, but getting Gauchanek was one of the, like my first players among like Subban and Spezza and Parise that I really started to like. So um, he's not my top five favorite of all time, but he's right there. So, um, so <laughs> he was, he was, he was just, I know, I know, but he was just one of my favorites getting into hockey. So I always want, I wanted a winter classic Canadians with him on it, but just they're too expensive. So if he, he resigns. I will get a white Kachina, but I'm, that's it after jerseys. Because um, the one I'm wearing right now, I'm wearing a Seattle Kraken jersey, uh, the dark, their home jersey. Um, that is the last jersey I really plan on buying besides the the white Kachina if I do have to. So, and I also want to talk about Seattle real quick too. They are officially playing games. They, I I like the dark jersey better. I think off the ice. 
but that white one, the colors pop so nicely. The blue is just so much better on the on ice. I think so, but I, I do think it kind of gets lost, like especially the stuff on the sleeves, um, like oh. the transition. I think this, ah. that like that pop just gets kind of lost. I think it gets lost on the dark one more, to be honest with you. But uh, it's it's definitely working with that like you know navy baby blue. Um, yeah, it's it's just so close to white. Um, and then with the black is like the jersey you have on. It's the the um the logo has the white and the blue on there, so it kind of like from this or kind of in the light it looks white. Yeah, in the light it looked like white. Sorry, there's no bad. white. There's no white at all on the jersey. Actually, with the light, it did look pretty like white. I'm not sure if you if you look at the video, it looks I, I get no, I get white. I, I can see what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I don't know. I just had brain fart thinking that there's white in that. Um, but I don't know. It's the baby blue can if hit the light like i just said looks white and so it kind of gets lost um, i uh, i do have a little tangent but i do about, think it's pretty cool i do have a tangent about that real quick too uh the seattle jersey was one that i needed i like, wanted because like every other jersey in my collection was one that i needed wasn't something i necessarily wanted that's a big reason for why i got rid of all of them because i i don't need them this was something that i wanted ever since they released them that first picture ever since they dropped the whole brand i was on board vegas i wasn't or else i would have gotten a vegas jersey day one this is there's just something about this team about this brand that i want to be a part of um my jersey's blank right now i plan to get it customized i have no idea what who i think right now it's probably probably going to be eberly because that's pretty much like my favorite player on the kraken right now yeah. i was hoping galchenik was signed there but I, I already bought uh the inaugural patch so that's my next phase of jerseys i'm going to try to get every patch i can for the blackhawks ones <laughs> So I'm gonna Put like find the 35. Uh, the 35 for Esposito. I'm gonna get like winter classic patches that I can find in my saw. That's my next part. Are you gonna try to get a um Stan Mikita patch that there were two years I, ago? I think I found one on eBay. I don't know if it's legit because I can't find like an actual site that sells like I don't know, like a right. legit. So but I might just yeah, I'll tr- I might look into that. Um, but yeah, now that I've sold all the other ones, I have more money to customize the other ones the way I want to. So um, but that's a little tangent. Speaking of these as well, um the NHL released their whole new prime green uh, thing where they're making jerseys out of recycled materials, like partially. And I think the hockey guy watched a video on him uh, and he's like, well, these jerseys, uh, they don't really feel different at all. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say he's lying. Um, Cause wearing them, they don't feel different. But like when you, like, especially, I don't know why, like when I grab the bottom of the Jersey here, it, it definitely, the material definitely feels different. It's not a bad different, but it just feels different. Um, but there really is no difference. And I think with some of them, or maybe all of them, they're making the shoulder patches a lot nicer. Um, Hawks, Hawks shoulder patches on the Adidas jerseys have always been nice, but there are other teams where they're like really low effort, crappy material. Like that one that Eli's wearing, the Winter Classic one from 2019, that's a nice shoulder patch, like hard, um, stiff shoulder patch. A lot of them are just crappy. But these yeah, ones that, are, it's still like, they, because I got sent to the mail, and so right. it's, still, it's still got that crease in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to do it. It's probably ironing probably helps. Yeah, but yeah, these are yeah, legit good quality. Um, so the prime green jerseys in quality, they aren't bad at all. They still feel great. They still feel authentic, quote unquote. Um, but they definitely do feel the material feels a little different. And you got this prime green tag on the back, which I can't show you, but very similar to the reverse retro where they stick, <laughs> stuck that tag on the bottom of it. So right, that's my little Jersey tangent. Cause I never get to talk about them anymore. Uh, it feels like, but yes. So I love this Jersey. I'm loving the Kraken. They've had a Giordano scored a goal in Calgary. 
that was so cool in his first game back. Weird that they did the tribute for him, though, considering he's going to come back during the regular season. Good. They should have just waited. Did the yeah, tribute. for like a full crowd, probably. Yeah. I, I doubt it was full. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was weird, but. I'm sure they'll uh, do it again. But yeah, so uh, Kraken are officially in the league, so very cool to see. Uh, hopefully they fix their goal horn, though. Because, um, <laughs> well, I think that actually, I think they were playing in a, not their arena. I think they were playing in a community arena. So that might not have, that might have been goal, their goal horn. So I don't uh, think we've actually heard the Kraken goal horn yet. That's so. Jeff Bezos' fault. It is Jeff Bezos' fault. Fucking. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Do we want which one do we want to do next? We could do the COVID with Archibald and Ronaldo. We could do Deniskin and Samaric or Leonard. Um, I don't care. I'll think it worked up regardless. All right. Well, this is the first one that I see in our DMs right after the uniforms was uh, Archibald and Ronaldo. So uh, Josh Archibald of the Oilers and Zach Ronaldo of the Blue Jackets are both not being allowed uh, at camp uh, because well, they're the most notable names. I think there's also yeah. includes um, Bertuzzi isn't Bertuzzi, vaccinated, but he's allowed at camp because he plays in the U.S. Uh, the States. Well, Ronaldo does too. Columbus, but um, they just yeah, don't want they just they just have values there. And I think there's also some like fringe players on like Washington or some of them. Maybe there, there are a few players scattered in the NHL. Yeah, so they're uh, Archibald and Renato are just in the news because they're actually not being allowed at camp at all, uh, unless they get vaccinated. Um, we know Ronaldo has been at rallies, um, not wanting the vaccine stuff. So, um, and Archibald just doesn't want it either. Uh, Bertuzzi doesn't want it, but he'll be allowed to play in the States, he just won't be allowed to travel to Canada. Uh, Duncan Keith was also making the rounds too, as uh, apparently he arrived at training camp late for the Oilers and then went on to bitch about how the vaccine was a pain in the ass to get. And I saw there's, I sent it to Eli and I'm like, there's a funny tweet of someone saying like, uh, I like how the Oilers paid a premium for this type of leadership. And then someone else said, well, Keith has always been, um, you know, against having good defense. So I was like, that's, that's fucking, that's pretty good. So, um, but yeah, Archibald, just a quick update: the Hawks are up five-one now. Yeah, I mean, unless they pull Toronto, so unless they pull Toronto, everything should be fine. But yeah, so uh, it's uh, just Archibald and Ronaldo. Ronaldo are the names that aren't being allowed at camp because the teams just don't. Just, they want to have everybody vaccinated. So I mean, I think it's pretty clear by now that everyone knows where Eli and I stand on the vaccine, which is get it. Um, There's no reason not to. It does. We are both vaccinated, and we are both fine. Yeah, I mean, it was just that one, at least, I think. Well, for me, a, it was like three days, but it's yeah. three yeah. days of kind of feeling ill. Um, for me, it was like 12 hours of just death. But then I was like, oh, I'm all good. So, yeah. And then, like, it, that's not even anything big that anyone's complaining. They're, I, I'm magnetic now. I'm, yeah. They're tracking um, me. Tracking me. That's, Elon Musk isn't part of the, uh, the vaccine, so. Um, yeah, we're not, trying, we're not trying to get into politics here, but. It's, it's not just, politics. It's just interesting how people say it's politics. It's not politics. It's, right. It's, it's just, just do, do your job as a human being so we can get out of this fucking thing. It's just Archibald and Ronaldo are complaining about it and not being able to play. And it's like, well, you can get the vaccine. It's you're, you're right in the sense that I guess it's your body, your choice, but you don't make the rules of the NHL. So yeah, if you're and- not going to follow them, then that's your own problem. <laughs> oh, here goes Eli. Here we go. This is it. It's the big moment. Not, one it's, of three. He's going to have a lot of moments oh here. God. This is, I think I'm probably going to reiterate this when we get to Leonard. 
but you sign it like the NFL players were bitching about how, you know, they were kind of being told to get it. And um, I think there was, they looked into one team cutting people who weren't vaccinated. Um, you are being employed by the NHL. You signed your contract to get paid potentially millions of dollars or in Leonard's case and 5.5 yeah. and other players cases, you know, s- several millions of dollars to play. It's a privilege. It's not a right. It's not your fucking right because you were drafted in the first round Bodie wild. Um, sorry. Um, don't yeah. mean to shout out someone, but that guy's an asshole. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's not your privilege to play. Or, sorry. I said that wrong. It's, Wait, no, I didn't. It, yeah, no, I said that wrong. It's a privilege yeah. financially. You're not, you're not expected to play. You can go to the KHL and like Grail Caprizov, get paid $10 million to go play over there, which is a like half the salary cap that they have. Go somewhere else. We don't want you. Just, it's very selfish for a player to do this, especially – not necessarily in Zach Ronaldo's case. He's probably doing Columbus a favor by not yeah, showing up. I would, I would probably agree even their that. AHL team. Like the guy is terrible. Um, Josh Archibald, though he's a very versatile player. He's he's a very decent player. I think you can admit he's a decent player. Right, wait, um, are you, or you're being serious right now? I think he's a decent player. Oh, okay, shit. All right, is I'll he? Take your uh, word for it. You probably know more. Is he to I do. go on McDavid's first line? Decent player? No. Um, and I'm sure that's what they would do. So maybe they're doing McDavid a favor by not, you know, playing him. Um, but you're doing. Di- has been playing with him. He's got two goals tonight, man. Just big, hey, big boot. Pujarvi is a fourth overall pick. He has no excuse. Um, <laughs> but um, it's just you're just being selfish. Bertuzzi not getting it really doesn't surprise me. I, I you know I follow. I've seen his Instagram post before, and I kind of get a sense what kind of guy he is. Um, I would kind of guess his father would also probably never be the type of guy to not get it either. So that doesn't really surprise me. Um, but that is one name where I'm like, that's a big part of that team. <laughs> and if he can't go to Canada, I was laughing when he, when people like the, the, not to play in Canada, but the, for the thing was he will not be able to play for team Canada. Like, oh. I'm sorry, my guy, you are not playing for team Canada. If Sean Couturier and, um, I don't know who else was – or Travis Konecki are scratched for Team Canada. Right. You're not sniffing Team Canada. You're not yeah. even invited to the camp for Team Canada if there was that type of thing. Those like, rosters are due on the 15th, and we'll probably cover that in a couple of weeks too, by the way, for the Olympics. But that was a quick side note. But, yeah. But I don't know. It's just funny how people are like, yeah, he can't play for Team Canada. Who the fuck cares? He's not playing for Team Canada in the next 10 years. Yeah. But – so we'll see – if these two guys or three guys, whoever, see if their minds get changed. Uh, I do want to say right now, I didn't say, I didn't post about it or anything, but I'm taking my, my own words back. I saw Blackwood said he didn't get it. And then I, I was like, well, that's kind of stupid. He's a big part of the team. And he's like, well, I have health issues and a heart thing. I'm like, okay, shit, my bad. Shouldn't be so quick to judge. So uh, I do want to be like, shit, my bad. Um, Hopefully he can play well, though. Right. So. Last year he had, what, a sub nine, uh, 900 save percentage or something? Right. And he sucked. So it is interesting, though, because I think we talked about Rocky Thompson not being able to get for health issues, and he's not even going to be allowed to, to be a coach in the league. So 
I don't know why Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be allowed to play. I, I don't, it's, you know, whatever. Um, but we'll see if anyone changes their mind. I doubt it. And we'll see yeah, if... at this point, it's what nearly 99% of all staff and stuff is vaccinated. Yeah. So I'm glad for that stat. And I'm glad um, all the star, I'm, I wish there was more vocal, you know, for, you know, just people saying, go get the vaccine. Not a Duncan Keith who's saying I felt I was forced into it. Yeah, yeah. you you played Edmonton. Yeah, you are forced to get it. You cannot play. You're not allowed to like move in Edmonton. Yeah, if you don't have the vaccine. Um, I just wish there was more people saying, you know, look at me. I'm a professional athlete. I'm fine. Get, get McDavid to say like, something. especially get... McDavid. McDavid yeah. had COVID. Yeah. Didn't he? Like I think he did. Yeah. Bro, you are the face of the sport. Advocate for some public health. Public yep. health, not politics. Public yes. fucking health. Uh, we'll let Eli continue his rage as we move into <laughs> Robin Leonard, as you mentioned earlier. If you don't know what's going on with that, Robin Leonard was on Spit and Chicklets this week. I actually watched the interview. Um, and look, Robin Leonard, former Chicago Blackhawk, love the guy uh, at times, but there are times where it was a little off the rails. And um, I do like that he speaks his mind. Not Me saying too. that I do not, appreciate that. I'm not being, I'm not one of those guys like we need more personality in the NHL. And then when someone has it, like, oh God, this is terrible. It's not that at all. It's and just sometimes he, he also seems like a guy who could debate as well. Not saying, right. you know, you're fucking wrong. Right. He will debate you. Just I, sometimes, I think he will at least. Sometimes he says stuff that we don't agree with, but well, it I'll, sounds I'll just, like it's most of the time at this point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll just read the quote that Eli sent me. This is via Hockey Collective on Instagram. Um, so I mean, this is from the interview. Um, this is about the Jack Eichel saga. Uh, if you don't know what Jack, well, Jack Eichel, he was stripped of the captaincy. Man, we didn't even talk about that. Jack Eichel was stripped of his captaincy by the Buffalo Sabres because he didn't pass his physical. So he was, um, he's never going to play for Buffalo right, again. So it's right. not shocking. Um, and so, cause you know, they're not letting him get the surgery that he wants. So there's a whole just huge saga going on in Buffalo. So Robin Leonard spoke about it a little bit on this Ben Chicklets podcast. He no, said, I was on Twitter. What? Twitter. Oh, this is directly from his uh, tweet from his? Yeah. Okay, my bad. Um, but he did talk about it on the podcast. But this is a tweet from um, uh, Leonard's. Where is the NHLPA and all NHL players in all? And this is um, is exactly his words. So if my grandma, grandma sounds bad, this is how Leonard typed it, not, not me. Um, where is the NHLPA and all NHL players in all this attacks on our freedom of choice? Jack's situation is crazy to me. Also, people getting attacked by journalists that hides behind freedom of speech to trash People's freedom of choice. When does the hypocrisy end? Hashtag life after career. And they also tweeted free Jack, a hashtag free Jack on a spit and checklist post on Twitter as well um, from part of his interview. Um, and Leonard did go on to say that he, the say when he was with the Sabres, he fucked up his ankle or something and they wouldn't let him get surgery or they rehabbed it wrong. And he was fucked from that. So um, he said he said a lot on that podcast, uh, Spit and Chicklets Boys. Um, and he, he said he called someone a huge piece of shit that worked in the organization. Oh, no, no, no. It was a GM that he spoke with. I don't think it was actually a Sabres uh, person. But, yeah, he basically doesn't like the Sabres organization because of the way they treat his injuries and everything. Um, and it seems like they haven't changed their ways with Jack Eichel. But, anyway, with my little setup, Eli, you go ahead and get your two cents in. As I already said. You signed that fucking contract with the team. Jack Eichel knew Buffalo wasn't get, going anywhere. 
Yeah. He like they haven't when he signed that contract, they had that for that one the half the first half of the year where they were what in first or close to first. It wasn't in first half of the year, it was like 20 games or something. And like they had a 10 game win streak. Yeah. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. And like, dude, you you know the history behind the Buffalo Sabres. Um you signed that contract there. Yeah. Is it wrong to not allow him to get the surgery, especially now since he hasn't, he's not going to play. Right. He's just straight up not going to play now. Um, you're right. Your assets depreciate. You have nothing left for this guy on a trade. You really don't. I mean, you waited too long. I don't know what but, you're doing at this point. It's just, yeah, let, let the guy get the surgery. He's not going to play. Like, I get that point. That's totally justified to blame the Sabres organization. But to say why, you know, free him. Right. All right. Leonard has a trade proposition. Jack Eichel to Vegas for a six rounder. And it's a tough trade. But I think that's bullshit. (laughs) You do not, just because everyone's lowballing Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel is a top five center when he's healthy. I truly believe that. Yeah, I agree. Like, point-wise, he's a, he's a beast. He's just a beast. If he was on Team USA, they dominate. Yeah. And now, now you know, they're kind of downgrading to, like, Larkin or some shit. But if he's incredible, he's a franchise-changing. And if you're going to trade um, Robbie Fabry, a first – and a mid-tier prospect or something, or what was Vegas's thing? Vegas's trade proposal was complete bullshit. I that was know. reported. I, it was I, like, like um, Peyton Krebs, a first, a low first, for oh, that yeah, matter of fact. Yeah. Um, I forget who else was involved. It was some top six player. It's like, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, and then I think they were asking for both Trevor Zegras and Drysdale from Anaheim. Which I'd do that. Fuck it. As, as much as I love Trevor Zegras as Matt yeah. knows, yeah. Jack Eichel is just that good. And honestly, I think Drysdale's going to be good, but he's not yeah. going to be like Norris winning good. Um, so I, do, I don't really think like he's yeah. just going to be a loss. Yes. But Jack Eichel's going to be worth just it. Just imagine, man. Just imagine they let him get the surgery back when he first came Yeah, they had that. months and, to and, not rehab. And he could have been traded for. A lot. I mean, you don't want a Jack Eichel trade, no matter what. You really don't. Unless you get in Zegris and Drysdale, maybe. But, I mean, there, there's really no situation. So, you could have gotten what potentially the best you could for him, and now you're really – what do you Now you're do? just stuck. What leverage um, do you have at this point if you're the Sabres? You really don't have any. So, But that does not mean if you're the Sabres, you trade him for a second right, rounder right. and um, Capo Caco. Right. No. It's still no, get the best what you can, but you, 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 that doesn't mean that Robin Leonard is on the imagination that you can trade him for that. They should trade him for a six. I mean, like, we got, they got flurry for uh, Michael Hacker, right? <laughs> no, they didn't. They cut Hacker. Yeah, they got, they got, they got flurry flurry for nothing. nothing. Yeah. But um, no, it's, it's just that yeah. comment of stop keeping him hostage. All right maybe you should go be the GM of the Sabres and trade him for a fifth, a yeah. sixth. Like, what are you going to do? That's just bullshit. Yeah. And then on his other matter of 
being forced into wait no like what, what else did he say he said um freedom of choice um again you were employed by yeah, the NHL sign- i mean look, it, it's not millions. right it's not right it's in it, the contract and it seems like everyone is like you know 80 percent of the fans i'm reading are against my point of view and matt's i think matt and i share the same point of view in this matter um they're against our point of view and say oh you know i'm kind of pro vaccine which by the way pro vaccine that it's it's pro health yeah <laughs> there it's not politics people it's not it's sorry if you think we're getting political still not but some people are like i'm pro vaccine but freedom of choice should we respect that people don't want to like I, it just pisses me off when people say, yeah, it's my freedom of choice to not get the vaccine, which does nothing negative against your health unless you have that um, Blackwood type of thing. Yeah. Um, or that heart condition that it might affect, which sooner or later it might be fixed. Give it you know, a couple of years and he, he will get the vaccine because it's going to be a flu-like thing. And at some point it will become a yearly thing. Yeah. Um, which I probably shouldn't say that because people would probably say it's the flu right now, but it's not the flu. It's, it's more people have died to this than the night, the, the flu of 1920 was it 1920 yeah. more people have died to this. And that's concerning. Yeah. Um, but to say he has a freedom of choice to do it. I mean, I, again, yeah. I wish he did. It's just, he, he doesn't, which just sucks, but there's no freedom of choice here, people. Yeah, you got to read the fine print of your contract, I guess. So you're you're getting paid to play. Um, yeah. you're getting paid, and you can't blame the NHL. Sorry that the NHL wants to make up millions of money that they lost. Like yeah. they they are not just in to protect the players; they are a business too. Yeah, like that's what it is I don't care. Yeah, I don't like. Do I like if I connect? You know, compare it to like Disney. Do I care that Disney, a multi-billion-dollar company, is getting a lawsuit right now to lose some of the characters? I know they're gonna win. Yeah. But like, do I care that? Do I feel bad for them? No. But they are a business. They have to make money. How yeah. do you think they're gonna pay you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have to make this money. Yeah. And uh, it just pisses me off. And people were over exaggerating about the jersey ads too, which we'll get to later. Um, yeah, we were supposed to talk about that, but whatever. we'll get to it after when I, I'm done. <laughs> but it's just what there's no, you're getting employed by this company. Yeah. And I think everyone misunderstands that the NHL is a company. The KHL is a company. The KHL cares less yeah. about the vaccine than you yeah. than the NHL. Go play for them. They'll pay you yeah. at least a million. Yeah. And you'll be treated like a god over there because you're gonna get a nine forty five same percentage every year. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. Yeah, especially a very vocal figure is unlike the NFL and the NBA. The NHL is very lackluster when it comes to people sharing their opinions. Yeah, um, and I think that's too uh, people are scared to get called out on by the NHL and um, just you know fined. According to Leonard, I mean, this is only 90, uh, 10% of his filter off. The other 90% is still filtered. That's what he's apparently saying. And he's wrong. <laughs> yeah, People so. say, you know, I'm pro-choice or pro-vaccine, but he's right. No, he's not right. <laughs> like, just, it's, you, 
yeah, you're being forced into it because it's a company you pay. You're being paid to be here. Yeah. You sign your contract to be here. Follow the rules. It, I just, it's, I think it's a little <laughs> different when it comes to everyday jobs because you, you're, you're just hired. But in the NHL, you are signed by a contract. But yeah. I think when you're hired and when you have a contract, that's two different things. Hired is you, you can leave anytime, just giving you two weeks and go. That's every summer job you and I have had. We go and we leave. Contracts, you stay on that contract for years until you break, you breach the, the, the fine print of that contract. When you retire, injury settlement, there's a settlement. That's what that's called. And you are trusted to fulfill the contract. And Leonard is just being an asshole by saying that he's being forced to do it. Yeah. I'm just, it pisses me off. All right. I wish just are. when he's pro athletes, NFL, NBA, whatever, whenever they say stuff like this, I'm just like, you're being paid. You, there's other they options. They are entitled. To, we know this. Yes. There's other options to go play the sport you are playing. Yeah. Is it as grand and as luxurious as the NHL? No. But most of the players that are speaking out have already made millions. Yeah. Leonard, who is quote unquote, said he's underpaid already this summer compared to the likes of Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, um, Mark Strom, especially. He's, he's outright, outright spoken that he's better than Mark Strom and should be paid more. First, for a guy who signed that contract, what, two years ago? Right. Yet, dude, you signed that yeah, contract. You signed the contract yourself. Ago. Yes. Yeah. Go somewhere where you're going to get money if you're going to talk about money. Don't stay in Vegas where they're cap strapped. <laughs> Um, he just has some awful takes. I, in my, I just I disagree with him 98% of the time at this point. Respect yeah, well him, respect the hell of him as a player. Um, stands on mental health and everything like that. Yeah, but. mental health. I totally respect that. Yeah. But as um, I probably say, as politics go, I disagree with him all the way. Yeah. And as public health goes, I disagree with him all the way. All right. Well said, Eli. Uh, quick transition before we continue on with this kind of conversation, because Eli mentioned it, the Capitals were the first team to announce jersey ads. They uh, had Caesar's Sportsbook, whatever it is, on their on jersey. It's not, it's not terribly big. It's just annoying that it's there. It's just a, it's just a bad look for the NHL team, uh, uh, team, a league that I, I'm a bit biased, obviously, but I think they had the best jerseys, uh, just best style and, and quality and everything, and just it's a shame that they're putting ads in the front of them. I get why they're doing it. I hope it's like for just a one season thing. Cause we all thought the helmet ads were going to be bad. Well, no, sorry. Everyone else thought the helmet ads were going to be bad. I know you and I were like, dude, it's not even a big deal. Especially um, the Hawks were last year, at least. Yeah. It was, United, it was United literally was... just United airlines or whatever it was. Center. Was it yeah, United yeah, Center? It's, just, it's just United. It's it, all it's, said. You just United. It was all, it was just white. Why I'm black and black compared white, to. Just, yeah. Um, I think the blues had the green green enterprise one. Which that was, was, that was bad. I'll have yeah. to admit that on the blue helmet. That was really yeah. bad, but if it's something simple like that, which I do believe like truly deep down that these owners don't want to tank these jerseys and make them the European yeah. ads as much as everyone's like, Oh, just wait five years. You're going to be as bad as me watching the SHL. Yeah. Um, because I think I saw that as some comment, 
they're not going to get that. I do believe that um, these owners respect that the, how clean these jerseys are. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're going to keep it simple um, and they're going to learn. They're going to learn. They will. The Capitals only released a picture of their home jersey. It was Photoshopped. It wasn't a real picture. Um, well, actually, maybe the ones of them like on the actual um, set, maybe. But they had a picture of them celebrating on the ice, and obviously they hadn't worn those jerseys with those logos yet, so they Photoshopped to see what they might look like. And it, well, again, it was a white it's white text on a red jersey. wasn't too bad. We haven't seen the away yet. They are the only team to announce this and will be coming the following season. Um, so not this year. I'm assuming other teams are going to start following suit. I'm hoping that they at least color code them to match the jerseys. Cause if it's some, if you could put a McDonald's ad on a, on a blues Jersey, well, actually that might work with the retro Jersey. Um, let's see a McDonald's Jersey on a, I don't know, Dallas Jersey. It just look weird. Um, that their yeah, helmet though, they're seven 11 helmet for Dallas road. Helmet. I do like that. I don't know if you pay attention as we've gone to see Rockford games when, with the Pepsi logo on the jerseys. Yeah. Oh. Like that's, that's kind of bad because it's literally like a, three by three in, yeah uh, it's no it's box. huge it's huge that's bad yeah. but if it's something simple like what the thing uh, uh i said vegas and vancouver i was trying to say washington but like what washington has where it's tiny it's like just below it like it's not too noticeable but um like that's at least better than the pepsi logo on the ahl yeah rockford team yeah um but it's just i do believe that the owners are it's going to be tested um, and if I'm not wrong, it's not going to be sold on jerseys, right? It shouldn't be, no. Um, so that's good. Yeah. Um, I just – I don't think it's going to be anything that bad. I don't, I don't – 100% don't believe it's going to get as bad as the SHL, KHL, whatever. I don't think it's – or I don't think the, I don't think the KHL has that many um, logo or – I guess it depends uh, on the team, but – Whatever. Yeah. Um, no, maybe they do. I don't know. I can't remember. I, I, I don't know. I think they have stuff on the pants, at least. Um, but, yeah, we have uh, we have two more topics to get to. Uh, I want to get to them as, you know, as briskly as we can because they're going to be uh, very sensitive. Um, this is kind of a continuation of the Leonard conversation. So, Dana Carcillo, uh, former Blackhawks player, played for some other teams as well, Rangers, Kings, Flyers, Penguins. Uh, I think that's a Florida no, he didn't play for four. I don't know why I thought four. He scored a goal against four. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, he uh, – I, I, I saw this on Twitter, and no one's really talking about it. I thought it was kind of significant. Um, he's talked about his concussion issues and, and Steve Monador. Uh, if you don't know who Steve Monador was, former NHL player as well, who died because of CTE. Um, I thought this was kind of a cool – not cool story. Cool is definitely the wrong word. An interesting story because um, – I've actually, I actually quote unquote, know Carcillo. Um, I've actually gotten to work with Carcillo and, and talk with him before um, at his rink that he used to co-own um, in Glenview. That's in Illinois. And uh, so, you know, I've seen him up close and I've seen, this was, this was like 2017 when I worked with him and he was a really skinny dude. He was post-retirement. Uh, he wasn't on drugs, but like he just, and I would know because like I've had major weight loss before and you kind of look like you're on drugs and he had a major weight loss after retiring because of how stressed and, and concussions and all what was going on with them. And he looked, he looked coked up. Um, and he's kind of turned his life around. He, he, he found like a new Avenue in like mushrooms and, and, and weed kind of like similar to business on the spit and check with the podcast. 
Um, and he's come out in the past couple of years and he's said things about OHL incidents and hazing and things he's kind of kept quiet. And it does make me go, why are you saying this now? Why didn't you say it earlier? You know, you really know better. Cause like, I, I want to support Carzillo cause I know him, but I, I have trouble. And now that he's saying, and I think, and when it comes to that, I think it's like the Me Too movement where well, yeah, yeah, it's just more people standing up and you just feel more brave. Yeah, yeah. Although um some people I should probably no, I'm not never mind. It's just sometimes it when I and again he came out with a story this uh, this morning, uh having to do with the Leonard thing. And it's like, okay, well, was he really ever gonna say it if no one else says it? I, I mean I'm glad he's saying it, just sometimes it's like them. Yeah. But anyway, he came out with a story talking about uh um, Robin Leonard and Jack, uh, Jack Eichel's treatment uh, with the way they were treated for their injuries in Buffalo. And uh, so he, I think it was like a 10 thread tweet. I'll just read some of it. Um, Steve Mondor, he was my best friend. He was cleared for 19 concussions in the NHL. Um, he had four in a span of 12 weeks while he was playing on the Blackhawks. Um, and so during the lockout in 2013, um, he said, Steve and I experienced recovery and some relief from our repetitive concussions by going to see a special, a specialist. So, um, he decided to go again, Monador decided to go see the specials again, against the advice of the Blackhawks. Um, and he said, I remember him, I was sitting there the night before he left crying and talking about the possible repercussions from the team. If he leaves without their permission, uh, it wasn't an easy decision for him, but Crosby went and got the same treatment. Sidney Crosby had the same treatment in 2011 and he got no repercussions for it. So keep that in mind. Uh, once Monador came back after two weeks of treatment, he was better. He was able to pass an unimproved non-peer reviewed exertion test that the Blackhawks implement for all players to pass before returning to play. Once he, te- once he did that, the team asked him to sign his fit to play uh, form. And then Carcello says, this is where you see the true colors of the management behind the Blackhawks organization. Within hours of uh, signing his fit to play, so he's thinking the Blackhawks are going to start playing again, they sent him down to the AHL. He wasn't a, a black ace or allowed to be around the team during the 2013 Stanley Cup run. He was completely blackballed for seeking outside treatment of the team's medical staff, treatment that got him better, treatment that got Sidney Crosby better. Uh, there's more of the story that he can't share because of litigation. Um, but yeah, the Haw- he said, and Carcello said what the Hawks did to him, something that he will never forget. It crushed his spirit and it killed Steve Monador. Um, man, sometimes it's hard to be a Hawks fan, man. Um, and I mean, it was kind of unfortunately for C. Mondor, it was just too late. Uh, he got the treatment he did, but CT ended up killing him and he did what he thought it was right for himself. And Crosby, since he's a franchise superstar, they let him play after leaving the team. For the same, uh, maybe he actually got permission from the team. I don't know. Carcel didn't say that or not. I'm assuming he got permission. But even then, he Steve, he shouldn't need that permission to go see a specialist. Um, again, I know that's in the contract, whatever, but uh, this is something that CTE led to. And that's also on the NHL. It's not just the Blackhawks. It's the NHL and how they you know, deal with concussions and, and equipment and all that. But And what goes undetected and what doesn't. But uh, yeah, that was just a, it was a tough read because uh, I've, I've read about Mondor before and I've read uh, Carcillo's Player Tribune article about him and or was it, well, I guess it was a video the, all those years back now, 2016, 2015, whenever it came out. And yeah, uh, just the Blackhawks 
getting him to sign the fifth to play and then sending him down immediately and not being allowed during the team during the cup run was just shit. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cor- correlated with the uh, Leonard thing and how teams treat injuries and God, we gotta get the, we gotta get this Kansas Blackhawks staff out of there, man. If they're still there, so who the who knows who it is? Yeah, uh, I think we all know it's Dan Bowman. Yeah, uh, if you Especially have no thoughts now with him being president, um, he's not you, going anywhere. If you have no thoughts about that, we can move on to the last point. Um, um it sucks. Um, that's the other side of the franchises. It's tough when you're talking about this stuff. Is there's one point where you you sign a contract with them, and the other point where they they're saying no for you for looking after yourself because they have their own professionals. Right. But you, if you want a second opinion, it still has to go through them, and it's it's bullshit. Yeah. Um. There's two sides to it. Um. And I just hope people um don't forget that when they're when this news comes out. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I really have to say. The last point of the show uh, is one that has been making the rounds. Um, when I saw this, my jaw dropped, to be honest with you. It's, it's just kind of unbelievable. Um, so out of the Ukrainian Hockey League, if you don't know the story, there was a racist gesture um, from Andre Deniskin to Jalen Samaric. Uh, after the whistle on a play, Andre Deniskin, a white man, J- Jalen's America, a black man, uh, Deniskin was chirping at, you know, Samaria. They were probably going back and forth. And Deniskin mocked peeling a banana and eating it, which, if you don't know, he was basically calling him a monkey, which is a racist term against uh, black people. And it was just like just watching him do that. I don't know what he was thinking. He clearly wasn't. Um, and so it, it, Samaric comes out and says, I'm taking a leave of absence until the UHL suspends this man or bans him or just does something. Well, the UHL did uh, because of this. And he, uh, Dennis King, like, I think he went private. He might have even deleted his Instagram after everything. He just, you know, um, they came out and they gave a suspension so I've seen two different reports. The first it's the one, longer one, but it's the thirteen. It's it's thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So originally it came out saying there was a three game suspension plus ten. That plus ten being he could buy those ten games and not have to and not to serve them. Um. But what? And then I saw a follow up saying no, it is thirteen games plus an eighteen hundred dollar US fine. Um. Which still really isn't enough. Uh. And I let me read the quote from Deniskin about what he said uh, in terms of the uh, his, the, his uh, own actions. He said, "I respect all people, regardless of their race or nationality. Emotions in hockey, unfortunately, are different. So it's okay to be racist in hockey." Is basically what he's saying. No, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like what? Dude, um, I play hockey, so that's an excuse for me to be racist. Yeah. That's a valid argument in some people's eyes. And there's apparently so you can see it on these comments on your phone that some people just don't get it either. People are like, I don't see a problem with hockey culture is. um, I think by far one of the most racist um, fan. I'm just straight up. 
they, I think they are the most racist fan bases in all of sports. Yeah, it's not. I, I follow. I'm an American. I, you know, I see what the NBA is like. I'm not a big NBA fan. I do root for the Bulls every now and then. Um, maybe I become a, a bigger fan now that they're looking decent. Yeah. Um, but that I'll be called bandwagon, and I don't do that. Um, but you know, I follow the NBA. I've, I know what that's like. I did, used to be a big MLB fan. I know what that's like. I know. I'm a, a big NFL guy and, you know, lots of people from around on there and nothing compares to NHL. Nothing. It's so bad. I, I hope you, whoever's listening is not involved with everything I've seen. Yeah. But it's of everything I've seen from all these different fan bases, they are by far the worst. And despite having Oh, tens of leagues around the world for all professional leagues and all leagues getting national international attention. You'd think that there'd be more, you know, people, people from over here are, you know, getting okay. Over here, you know, people understand that people anywhere can play hockey. And yet there's still this racist shit. Um and I just something cool. Um, I think there was a um, I forget which African country, but there was a second or third African country that just got admitted into the IIHF. Um, I forget where or which team. I can look it up real quick. Um, but there was another team from there that just got um, accepted to play in probably the Division Three or whatever um, hockey tournaments. And it's really cool that that's expanding down there. It's really cool. And there's guys like this guy who will do shit like this. It's not acceptable no matter what. And it pains me to see this because it just show it to me, it just proves that hockey is one of the most racist and intolerable fan bases and in, in sports and all of all the sports. All yeah, no, it's a, it's I, a I'm also a, a soccer fan. You don't see any of it or not, not much of this in soccer as yeah. far as, as far as me as a fan goes. Uh, also, the general manager of the UHL then comes out, Eugene Kolachev, uh, against this act. He, he speaks out in defense of Jalen Samaric, and he's calling out the racist acts, and he gets fired for it. And the, uh, I think it was an ex-GM of the league was like, I, I hope he gets fired, or I hope he gets banned for life. And I, I, I don't know if, he, if he's making a push to make any national roster wherever he's from. I don't don't know what country he would be playing for. Jalen's um, Americ? Yeah. He's American. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's not making the United States roster regardless. No. All right. No, but <laughs> I hope I just, hope they give him an honorary ban. Just, just even though he was it. never gonna play. Wait, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you mean oh wait, wait, the guy Samaric was the one that got Oh yeah, no, no, I mean, the I mean Dennis guy. Dennis, Dennis, yeah, yeah, Dennis, Dennis I don't know what I don't know if he's Denmark or I have no clue what he is. I don't know. I hope he gets a ban from wherever, no matter if he um, had, had contention to you know make the team i don't care so america on the other hand smerrick is american there are he played in the ahl i can't remember for who but there are rumblings that an ahl team might sign him that sucks um, wait so smerrick mm-hmm. smerrick's smerrick's oh, the guy oh, that got targeted I'm confusing these people yes oh, deniskin deniskin is the racist piece of shit smerrick is probably a an ahl level player at best but probably useful so um 
Yeah, I just it was disgusting to see Kolachev fired for speaking out in defense of him. That was just disgusting by that league. And the ban was terrible though. So the suspension, yeah, the suspension's not good either. I did the suspension of the ban. He didn't um, get banned. He should have gone banned. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean, this guy, it's just that's something that ruins not only your hockey career, that's something that could ruin your life. That's just oh god, it's just it was just disgusting. So I feel very bad. Um and again, for, we are not speaking politics. No. This is not politics. This is human fucking rights. Yeah, no, I feel bad for some Eric. I don't think he wants me to feel bad for him. I think he he just wants things to change. And uh, I really don't know how this gets better. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping things change and we don't see any more of this stuff, but it, it's kind of inevitable, it feels like. So uh, hopefully Deniskin doesn't see ice. And, yeah, and then I, I'm glad players like Wayne Gretzky or fuck Gretzky, Wayne Simmons, Wayne Simmons. has come out to have a long conversation with reporters about yeah. how didn't he say he doesn't want his, his child, kids, yeah, he doesn't want his kid to play yeah. because he's scared of this racism. It's terrible. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. allowed to play hockey. Um, and I think there's players, uh, Nazem Kadri, I know came out, Kadri, Kadri, why does it Kadri? Nazem Kadri came out, um, and said something. Um, I think there's another a third player, third big name player that came out. Duclair said something. Duclair said something. Um, yeah. I think that's it. That's notable. Um, I'm glad that they have, and I hope people take it seriously. Yeah. Even though I don't think they will, I hope it changes. I surely do. I hockey is such a fun sport. Um, it needs to grow. It's going to grow with it being on ESPN and TNT. Um, and I'm so excited for that, but. This is not acceptable. And I, I, I wish the U, UHL would have done better because yep. 13 games and a suspension or a fine, that's not enough. We'll see. Um, I don't know. Because if... I know um, 2017, 18, when Shaw had that. Uh, oh, yeah, the middle finger um, thing. Yeah. He, wait, oh, wait. I, for those, no. Um, but when he was playing against, I think, the Blues, he did a. Um, homophobic gesture or said something homophobic and so the nhl told him to go to rehab or go to counseling yeah and so i hope the uhl does something like that at least yeah as an added additive they're they're not well i doubt they're gonna have the resources for that because it's a no they they, i wouldn't even say it's a third third or fourth tier um league (laughs) And they, 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 they don't care. It's it's a different country, different part of the world. They don't care. They really don't. That's, that's the truth. So um, I, I don't know if Samaric has resumed play. I don't know if he's satisfied uh, enough to resume play. So I hope he stands his ground. Yeah. I don't think the UHL is going to do anything about it. They're going to be like, whatever. I, I don't know how good he is either um, in that league particularly. I don't know how important he is. Um, and it might be telling that the UHL might not be a, a fun league. And I hope um, other players take notice if they're going to attempt to sign there. The last little note about racism as well. Uh, I just want to this is going to be really quick. Uh, the Prince Albert Raiders revealed a third jersey today. And uh, people are. I... At first, by the way, I thought it was London when you sent. Um, yeah, it looks like I thought London. it was London. And I was like, why are you sending me London's jerseys? And then I saw the logo. The jersey, no, well, the jersey's fine. It's the logo that's racist. It's literally just London's jersey, by the way. Um, I don't know how to really. I don't. I it's they got it's 
I don't even know what this is really supposed to be, to be honest with you, but it just looks logo. I mean, first of all, let alone being racist, it's not a good logo either. No, like it just it looks poorly made. So there's that. Um, but it's definitely a it's I don't know if they're calling. Um, is this supposed to be like a Arabic or a Muslim individual or a or I, I don't know who this is like is some part. I'm, I'm very bad with countries and geograph uh, geography. So please forgive me. I'm somewhere in the Middle East, clearly. And they're calling the team name is the Raiders. So I don't know if they're calling a Middle Eastern Raider uh, people Raiders. I, I, I don't know. It's a very, very off-putting jersey um, design. You <laughs> see that on the first page of Puck Empire, that mascot? Yeah, that's uh well is that their actual mascot? Like I don't I'm gonna know guess. That... Yeah, I'm gonna guess that's I don't mascot. know why that has not been, gotten attention. Yeah. Um we might see a because like their home and away jerseys are sick. Um, the Raiders. They have nothing yeah. to do with any of the, the mascot or the logo on a third jersey. Their their home and aways are actually pretty cool. Um, and the name was the name's fine too, because it's just a sword logo um with a Raiders text. That's all it is. So uh, I it's yeah. Um, just kind of a racist jersey design. And yeah, I, I don't know if they posted it on their um, um, Instagram, but it's not on their Instagram. Um, some someone said as an Arab Muslim, I love the logo and mascot. I think it's a cool nod of that region of the world. I honestly get the jersey. So I mean, I, I know because yeah. I, I know everyone's not. I don't. I don't think they're incredibly racist. It's not the worst. It's definitely not the worst, just, most like, it's racist more, it's, thing it's, out there. I think it's more like stereotypical, honestly, more than racist. It's, like, it's still, just, it's, it's just it's not the, great. Stereotypical just, still racist. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just, it's still just, qualifies. It, I just don't know why they, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, I, I don't, again, we have no idea. Besides, the only thing we know about Prince Albert, Alberta, I clearly, I don't even know the name of the town. Was it Prince Alberta? I, uh, yeah, Prince Albert. Prince, oh, Prince Albert. Albert. Prince Albert. Albert. Right. I was like, that doesn't sound right. I literally just looked it up. On, I just looked at their Instagram. Um, the, the only thing for the, you guys who are listening, the only thing that Matt and I know is that Hawks' top prospect, Nolan Allen, plays for them. Yeah. That's the only thing we know. Um, so I, I maybe we'll look it up and come back and make a better – um, argument which whichever way it goes yeah um when we come back in the on um, the next podcast um but as of now it looks terrible <laughs> yeah that's that's right. just i don't i don't know who did that but as lebron said they should get fired last thing that's just a funny uh, tweet last but. thing and then we're gonna wrap it up I, I didn't tell you about this i'm planning to watch the all or nothing series with the leafs i'm gonna give my feedback on it on the next uh, podcast so I will try to watch it eventually. I, I I don't want it to be spoiled. You know, I don't know how it's gonna end. I have no <laughs> clue how this least uh, first round series against Montreal is gonna go. I, I, so no one spoil it for me. Um, no, so I'm gonna watch the whole five episode documentary. I'm looking forward to it. I've seen clips of it. The Steve Dangle podcast has some exclusive clips of Selling Keith's speech and the opening credits as well. So um, it should be a fun little thing. Uh, because it's all uncensored. They're definitely going to cut out some things, but there's swearing, there's everything. So I can't. I, I hope it's half as good. If it's half as good as the Michael Jordan. No, I'm not. Um, the last, I, the last, yeah. If it's half as good as The Last Dance, it's going to be a good watch. Just say. Yeah. I don't think it will because Michael Jordan 
prime Michael Jordan yeah. or Toronto. Sorry, potential Stanley Cup winning 2021, 2020. No, 2021. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs. Who knows if they win the Stanley Cup this past year? I don't know. Do you know? Do you know if they won? I don't know. I, I can't um, really remember. I, I, I know I know the team that won wore blue and white. I'm not sure if it was the Leafs, though. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, if it's half as good as that, it's going to be pretty decent and good watch. Um, shouldn't take long either. It's not like they're all the 50, uh, 50 yeah. minutes or so. The last dance so. was like an hour plus in like nine yeah. episodes. So it shouldn't be like that. So if you uh, want to check it out, go ahead. It's on it's ten, Amazon ten, Prime. 10 hours of your time. Or not 10 hours. Um, Five hours of your time. And uh, the clip that the Seed Thing podcast released, uh, Keith's speech, he was yelling at Matthews and Meyer, which was very cool to see. It was cool to see that. So, but they were saying on the podcast, like, if you didn't like Sheldon Keith before, this speech is going to change your life. And I'm like, that speech was and very. That's why cool. he deserved the two year extension. Yeah, the speech was uh, the speech was pretty fucking cliche. I mean, I love Steve Dangle and all of them, but they were kind of getting a little overhyped about the speech. I didn't think maybe I have to be a loose fan and understand, but it didn't. It seemed like a very cliche. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that makes about that sounds about right, Sheldon. Yeah, they should. Let's go out and get a win. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Eli, any more thoughts or anything you want to add? Uh, no. All right. Well, as per usual, thank you so much for watching. I don't know when the next episode is going to be. I would assume relatively soon because regular, regular season is about to start. And uh, Hawks start on the 13th. Regular season starts on the 12th. Um, so I'm sure we'll get an episode in around the 13th. Um, but, yeah, this has been episode 28. We're coming up on the big 3-0. Uh, pretty soon here so cannot wait uh, nothing special planned for that but we're, it's coming up so yeah i uh, can't wait and uh yeah thank you so much for listening watching however you uh, consume the podcast and we will see you for episode 29